In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christ proclaimed to the Samaritan woman, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give, will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. This imagery of water is extremely powerful, for we all know that without water, we are only able to survive for a very short period of time. Water is vital for life. For the modern-day Western person living in a city, the impact of this imagery is not as profound, for we always have an abundance of water. Even in a drought, we just turn on the tap. However, if we were living on the land, we would have a more profound and deep experiential understanding of how vital water is for life, watching our crop or our livestock die due to the lack of water. Now the water, as spoken about by our Lord in today's Gospel reading, is identified by the author in John 7.39 as the Holy Spirit. Now this he said about the Spirit, and those who believe in our Lord were to receive him. And our Lord says of this water, whoever believes in me, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. The imagery here again is profound, not a mere trickle or a creek, or a stream, but a river. If we think of some of the great rivers of the world, the Nile River, the Amazon River, that gives us some idea. But it is not just a river, for it is plural, rivers, a superabundance of water. However, it is not just only water, it is living water. It is water full of life. We have seen images on the news of rivers where the water is not living. It is stagnant and dead. All the fish dying and floating to the top. Christ is promising us a superabundance of living water that will flow out of our heart. And water, as we know, is life-giving. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. We are reminded in Proverbs 4.23, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. And we hear Isaiah preaching to Israel in Isaiah 58.11, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places, and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, 
like a spring of water, whose waters do not fail. The Corinthians were reminded by St. Paul in his first letter to them, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. At chrismation, we are anointed with the holy chrism, and the priest declares, seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit. And all present affirm, seal. We all have received the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the rivers of living water. But do our lives reflect this? Are there rivers of living water flowing from our hearts? Are our hearts at peace, or are we troubled within? Are we at ease or anxious, happy or confused? Do we bring joy to others? What is coming from our hearts? Is it compassion, kindness, patience or love? Does our presence bring peace and healing to the people we meet? Or would it have been better had, we not met, had they not met us at all? The fruit of our lives reveals much about the state of our souls. Metropolitan Anthony Bloom has this to say on the question just raised. Why is it that people who meet us never notice that we are limbs of the risen Christ, temples of the Holy Spirit? Why? Each of us has got to give his own reply to this question. Let us, each of us, examine ourselves and be ready to answer before our own conscience and do what is necessary to change our lives in such a way that people meeting us may look at us and say, such people, we have never seen. There is something about them that we have never seen in anyone. What is it? And we could answer, it is the life of Christ abroad in us. We are his limbs. This is the life of the Spirit in us. We are his temple. Amen. I like the way Metropolitan Anthony expresses what our position should be. We should be limbs of the risen Christ, temples of the Holy Spirit. I don't know about the rest of you, but I certainly fall short of this. As Metropolitan Anthony states, we need to do what is necessary to change our lives in such a way that people meeting us may look at us and say, such people we have never seen. It was the way of life practiced by the early Christians that drew people to the faith. As the saying goes, go out and preach the gospel and only use words if you need to. We have to live our life in the Holy Spirit and be a source of superabundant life-giving water to all those around us. If we want to change the world, the fathers advise us, then change needs to start within ourselves.
St. Paul tells us that we have the Spirit within us when we live lovingly. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness. Each day we need to pray for the Holy Spirit to come down upon us. And we need to be open to his work within us and cooperate with him so that out of our hearts may flow rivers of living water. Instead of rushing through the prayer, O Heavenly King, during our prayer time, let us say it slowly with meaning and purpose and reflect on each phrase, opening ourselves to the work of the Holy Spirit. Let us do what Metropolitan Anthony is urging us all to do, to change our lives in such a way that people meeting us may look at us and say, such people we have never seen. There is something about them that we have never seen in anyone. What is it? And we could answer, it is the life of Christ abroad in us. We are his limbs. This is the life of the Spirit in us. We are his temple. Rejoice, a life-giving cross, unconquerable.